precious Lord, we have this wonderful time of Christmas as we see you come as a baby. And, and then where, why did you come and where did it go and what does it mean? We just bless you for what we're going to just remind ourselves of today. So teach us and encourage us, I pray in the name of baby Jesus who became Christ the King of Christmas. Amen. So that's it. It was a great song, wasn't it? Christ the King of Christmas. So, boys and girls, you just sang about that. What do you think it means? Christ the King of Christmas. Has anybody got an idea? Why don't you just tell us what you think it is? Christ the King of Christmas. She said, I think it means that Jesus is the King of Christmas. That's very good. Any other ideas? What's the mean? Boys and girls, Christ the King of Christmas. You brave enough? You're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, a good question. What does it mean? Christ is the King of Christmas. Well, who likes going to a party? Yeah, everybody likes going to a party, don't they? Well, how do you know when it's time to go to the party? You get that? You get an invitation, a card, and mum reads the invitation and then she knows, then you know where to go because mum will tell you. Is that right? Well, God said out a sort of invitation to the party of Jesus' birth and he told people that Jesus was going to be born one day, but he sent it out really early. In fact, how early? Well, God told one of his prophets, this little guy called Isaiah, he told him about Jesus' birthday 700 years before he came along. Now that's pretty early, isn't it? It says in Isaiah, a child will be born to us. God will give a son to us and he will be responsible for leading his people. His name will be wonderful, counsellor, powerful God, father who lives forever, prince of peace. So we have Christmas every year. So we can have a party to remember that time when the invitation was sent out 1700 years before when Jesus was going to be born to, well I didn't say 700 years before it would be Joseph and Mary, but we know now that it was born in a manger in a stable and they had a party and they had wise men and they had very intelligent uh, camels that brought these guys as we saw this morning. And here are a couple of snacks from that party. You know. Just like that was. Or maybe it was just like the next one. Maybe it was like that. And why, or one of, the, one of the reasons we love the Christmas party so much is because of this popular thing. Who doesn't love a baby? We all love babies, yes, it's a wonderful thing. But I see, and we've seen this morning, that none of us actually stay just as babies, do we? We grow up and we go to kindy and we go to preschool and then we go on to high school and university or a job. And most of us find a very noble purpose in our life as we grow up. Something which only we can do. Well, Jesus told people a special thing that only he could do. And in this, we're going to read a bit about that. He calls himself something special. He calls himself the Son of Man. And he says, the Son of Man came to what? To find lost people and save people who are lost from God. 
He came to be their saviour. Well, that didn't come in and they tell us, oh, I'm going to be your saviour. A lot of people go, are you sure about that? And so Jesus had to spend about three years wandering around the countryside performing signs, performing wonderful things like healing people, like feeding thousands of people with a few loaves and, and some, some bread, like walking on the water, calming storms, and bringing a fellow called Lazarus back from the dead. And yet he saved his most amazing miracle till the last. What was that? Well, the bosses who thought he was going to try and take over their jobs, they, they conspired, they schemed, and they used some skullduggery. I love that word. They used some skullduggery to get him killed. But they didn't realize that he was the Son of God, and they didn't know that he come back to life. And in fact, he's the only person in the whole history of the world who was ever able to do that in their own power. And that's what he did, raise himself to life on the third day for every one of us here this morning in this room. And what he is dying did, he paid the price, the cost of sin, so if we just believe in him, we can be saved. We might have eternal life, well that's a good deal. We might get to live with Jesus in heaven forever. And we see that said very simply in this little part of the Bible. God loved the world so much that he gave his only son. God gave his son so that whoever believes in him might not be lost but might have eternal life. And that's pretty good news. And that's why I like Christmas. The baby Jesus is my saviour. The presence he gave me of his life to save me from the consequences of sin that's the best Christmas present of all. But you know there's more. After he came back to life on the third day and stayed around for a while, then he went to heaven to sit on the right-hand side of God. And he sent his Holy Spirit to come down and he lives in every Christian, every believer today, until one day he's coming back. Yes, he is coming back again one day. But not in the same way he came before. You see, the first time he came, he really had to fly under the radar. He had to keep it a bit secret that he was the only son of the Father God. Because he had a plan. He needed to foil the plans of the enemy. But when he comes the second time, he will not be a secret king. He will be a powerful king. So tell us about that in the Bible. It says there, that people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Might look a bit like this. King of Kings, the Lord of all. And power and glory means, what's that mean? Well, let's see what it says in Romans. Yes, it's written in the Scriptures, everyone will bow down before me. Everyone will say that I am God. And surely as I live, these things will happen, says the Lord. And you get an idea of how powerful he will be when he comes back again from a vision of that. It was shown to a guy called John, an apostle. And God opened his eyes, showed him something. He said, then I saw heaven open, and there before me was a white horse, and the rider on that horse was called Faithful and True. And who was with him? 
the armies of heaven. The armies of heaven were following him on white horses. And they were dressed in fine linen, white and clean. And on his robe and on his leg was written this name, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Well, we found a couple of artistic impressions about what that might look like. See, the coming of the army, armies of heaven, it might look like that. Maybe it will look like the next one. King coming again. Maybe it will look like this one. I like this one because that's got the rainbow. And we don't know when. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like. The Bible does give us some signs to watch out for. But until Jesus does do that, until he comes back to deal with all the sin in the world, to deal with all the bad stuff that goes on, and to save those who believe in him, else he wants us to do? Trust him. Obey him. Believe him. Love him. Live for him. Invite him into every part of our lives and live as though he could come back at any moment. That's because he loves us so much. Remember, he said, God loved us, he loved the world so much, he gave his only son. God gave his son so that whoever believes in him may not be lost, but might have eternal life. Well, I've got something in there that we might hear, or we will hear, on the day that Jesus returns. And I'll read it in the Bible and you see if you can work out what it might be. It's hiding in there. Matthew 24, verse 30 to 32 says, At that time, this is when Jesus comes back, at that time there is something in the sky that shows that the Son of Man is coming. All the peoples of the world will cry. They will see the Son of Man coming on clouds in the sky. He will come with great power and glory. He will use a loud trumpet to send his angels all around the earth and they will gather his chosen people from every part of the world. So who thinks they've worked out what might be hiding in there from that Bible verse? Us. Look, there's a very, very intelligent person knows exactly. What about you guys? A puppy. <laughs> uh, good guess. It's got a puppy. Yeah, it's got the pause, hasn't it? <laughs> what do you reckon? And a trumpet. Well, a trumpet was in the words. And look, there's a trumpet up there. Jesus coming. There's a trumpet. Here's another one of him. Another one coming with a trumpet. But you know, that's not the sort of trumpets they used to have. And Evie knows what they were. Sometimes they used ram's horns. Sometimes they use candlelight things. Can you see those? I wonder if you get one of those in here. I know puppies. Got the puppy pranked Oh, what is that? That's a trumpet, isn't it? Who thinks they could make a sound with it? Do you reckon you could make it? Why don't you come out and see if you can make a nice sound with this trumpet? Because when Jesus comes back the second time, there will be a loud trumpet. I wonder if it'll sound like this. Another go? Maybe it's broken. Does anybody else think they can make a sound? Alright, maybe. Good. 
doesn't work. Oh, gee, they gave me a dud. One more, Seth, you want to have a go? Two, mate, see how that That's pretty good. One more, all right. Come on, Mike. See if you can make a sound, buddy. trumpets for a long time and they've got four different things that they would play on these. Uh, one of them is called Behold and I think that's what it will be. The first thing will be Behold when the Son of Man comes. Sounds like Behold doesn't it? Then they say you need to repent and people will have to turn around and have to see the Son of Man. Thank you. 